At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Chris Cowan, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Could Never Be on the Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash that story show. Hello, mites, and welcome back to another episode of That Story Show. Or nobody listening. You probably don't know this because nobody's listening. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Yeah. Who's watching? Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I was like, <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people! This is that story show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode three thirty eight, brought to you the week of April twenty third, twenty twenty. I'm your host. My name is James Kennison. Hi there. And my good friend is here as well. Hi, it's me, John. And I just was wondering how many accents were in that opening. Uh, I counted at least three. Yeah. If you remember last week, I asked for someone from Scotland, if they were listening, to, to call us and give us a little intro. And I think yeah. a, a young American decided to try to fill that in because I know Scottish people don't say mate. Yeah, that sounded like he was pulling a little bit of the Australian in there. Yeah. That's okay, though. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed nonetheless. Yeah. Hello, Mike, and welcome back to another episode of That Story Show. Oh, nobody listening. Yeah, I don't know. I think he, he lost a couple things there, but... He went a little German in there, I, yeah. I think, for a second. <laughs> oh, nobody's listening. Nobody's listening. What are you doing? Yeah, we always open up with a story. This one is called King of the Hole. Uh, it's by Benjamin Le- Le- Leansfart. Wow. Is his name really Leansfart? Leansvart? Leansvart. Leansvart. Okay. Leansvart. All right. I hope oh. I said it right. When I was very young, about five or so, me and my family lived here in Three Rivers, Michigan. We constantly had upwards of five inches of snow in or around our yard. So I, I should also mention that we lived in the middle of nowhere. 45 minutes from the nearest Walmart. Our neighbor was a farmer who would often plow off the streets uh, of the 30 yard driveway into our four foot. Ah. <laughs> he, he would often plow off the 30 yard driveway into our four into four foot mounds that me gotcha. and my siblings w- would always play in. One time, while we were playing King of the Hill, my three-year-old brother climbed up while the rest of us were probably arguing or something, and he promptly exclaimed, I'm the King of the Hill! And then the iced-over snow gave way from under him, and the tiny child just slipped right down into the hardened mass. Just one minute, he's the King of the Hill. Next minute, he's disappeared like a sword in a sheath. King under the hill. (laughs) (laughs) A king under the mountain. We yelled for our parents and we got shovels and started digging. 
we continued for about five minutes until I plunged the rather pointy shovel into the snow only to hear a muffled ouch from inside. <laughs> we pulled out my now bleeding brother and he ended up getting stitches Ooh. and still has the scar today. Hey, but at least you saved his life. Benjamin Leansvart. So if you read this on the show, he says, please shout out to my brother, Sam from Texas, who was the one in the icy snow. So I guess you survived oh. Sam. So shout outs to you, dude. Yes, Sam. I'm glad you're alive. Uh, congrats on the awesome scar that your brother gave you. <laughs> that's great. Just right there on top of the ice and then shoom, right into ah, it. That's scary, man. That I don't know which would be scarier, trying to dig him out or being the guy in the snow. Well, I tell you, when I first started reading it, I thought they were on ice. And uh, I thought I was about to hear about a kid going into the ice. Aye, aye. And that one, I was like, that's not, that's too scary. But just icy this snow. one was just okay. It was, it was like he could still breathe in there at least. It was just, yeah. it was one of those kid emergency. Get some leaves, you know. Go run. <laughs> Get a shovel and a pick, mom. They're coming, mom. We didn't do anything bad, but something bad happened. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> that's always the way to say it. No. Got to preface things correctly. No, nobody should be in trouble, but there is some trouble. Uh, all right, uh, let's do Weekly Rewind. All right, so um, I did something against the rules yesterday. Really? Yes, and I never break the rules, so I figured I would share it with you guys. Oh. Um, my wife, I was playing uh, Fallout 4 yesterday, just making good use of my time, really. It's only about the fifth time I've played through the game. Um, and my wife comes in and says, James, can you run to Walmart right now? And I'm like, I can't say no. I'm playing a dumb video game, you know? So I'm like, yeah, what, what for? She says, it says they have toilet paper. Um, on nah. the on the website, but you can't. I said you can't order it and reserve it or or you know shop for it. Or, no, no, no. But you know, and and she says, but go and if they're out, I just apologize now. But it it's it's just severe. We need we need you to go. Mm. So long story short, is I I made it there, and uh, I was a little overdressed because I hadn't showered, so I had a hat on, my glasses, a hoodie. You know, and I, I go into the place and I'm looking on my app for the aisle where the toilet tissue is because I, I don't want to be late. I want to make a beeline for the area, get what I'm supposed to get, find out how many I'm allowed to have and go. And right. uh, but they had it right there, right as soon as you walk through the door were all the paper products and a guy was unpacking them and I saw a big package of nine and I said, how many can I have? And the guy kind of angrily says, you can have one. And I said, oh, yes. okay, all right, all right. So I went and got a couple other things that I needed, and then I checked out, and I went out to the car, and I had an idea. I I uh, took off my jacket. I threw my hat in the truck. I put my glasses in my pocket, no <laughs> and I walked back into Walmart. <laughs> And I go up there and the guy's still unpacking them. And I said, how many can we have? He says, one. I said, okay, thank you. They didn't have the same brand, but it still was a nine pack. So I bought the nine pack and I went through the checkout again at a different place. And I was a little nervous, but I, there was so much, so many people, you know, and, and it wasn't wow. that I was hoarding. It was, it was how much we needed for my family of four, you know? And, um, and yeah. so, yeah, I went back out to the truck and maybe I'm part of the problem now. Maybe I'm one of those people, but, uh, I, I came home and I told, I showed my wife, I, I, I did a reveal. She was up in the, up in her room, uh, our room working and, uh, she was on a phone call and I, I stuck one package out and she's like, yay, you know, silently clapping. And yeah. then I bring out the other one and she's like, yeah, you know, super happy. You and I, the hero of the moment. And she came down later and I told her, I said, I, I, I broke the rules. <laughs> I went against <laughs> everything I believe in and I got two packages and, uh, and she's like, uh, well, I got a big hug for it. So, oh, and I didn't get in trouble, John. 
They didn't get in trouble. That you know of. I mean... <laughs> That's true. This it hasn't has aired it, yet. Has so. it found me yet? Is the, is what you're saying? I oh got man. <laughs> well, here we can justify it because you went as James Kennison, and then you went in proxy as Jennifer. So, oh, okay. Is that what it was? I think you can justify it because you you know one the two shall become one. Except when you're shopping for toilet paper during a crisis. <laughs> I think. Um, I think that, that, that logic would probably not keep me out of prison if I broke a rule though. Um, mm. I, I would just say that if, if I had gone a third and fourth and fifth time, I think I would have been being bad, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I agree. we were, we were bad off. We were in need and one wasn't going to cut it. And I, and I was blessed enough to have grabbed the, the last nine pack because all that was left after that were four packs. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. I just lucked out, dude. So I, I have not gone shopping for toilet paper since this whole thing started, so I have no idea what it's like it's, out there in it's empty. real life. So. It's, it's, you go to those aisles, and there's no paper. There's no toilet paper. There's no paper towels. Wow. There's no tissues. There's nothing. It's just the aisles are empty mm. of those products. Wow. Yeah. I've not. So after, after Hurricane Irma hit Florida, I went to visit my dad to help him out with some stuff because they were hit. And I've experienced that whole surreal walking through kind of a semi-empty grocery store. Yeah, yeah. But I have not um, experienced the whole I don't have toilet paper thing. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, it's, I don't. I, I haven't been to the grocery store even since. Well, I hope you don't run out. All, so. I hope you don't run out. So I do too, because that would be not great. Yeah, we've already discussed it. My wife was like, you know, if we run out of paper towels, no big deal. We'll use towels. But uh, if we run out of toilet paper, that's a pretty big deal. So anyway, yeah. so I saved the world. Um, I also want to use this time to uh, welcome you guys. And invite you guys to come to NarthexCon 2020. I know last uh, episode I promised that you would get COVID-19 if you came. And I don't know really why I said that. Um, <laughs> you were in rare form. I, I was in rare form there. But I'm a little more sane. It's June 20th of this year. And if the if America is open, we're going to have this thing. And I'd, I'd love you to come, even if you have to wear a mask over your face. And I won't be able to see your beautiful smile. But, well, hey, you know what? If it doesn't work uh, in St. Louis, Georgia's apparently open. So, oh yeah, yeah, I heard we'll about have that. It right here in Georgia, <laughs> we'll just move it right on over. No, we got people that yeah. that have bought plane tickets and everything. So I'm really hoping it's going to work out. I, there's no reason I I can see that we shouldn't be able to have it. But uh, Nar- NarthexCon 2020, uh, June 20th, and uh, we hope you guys can make it out and come see us record live. And yeah. uh, and enjoy uh, uh, several podcasts actually being recorded live. So that would be great. Now, are we giving out uh, you know uh, that story show face masks and um, the rest of the best gloves and stuff like that? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> now we'll we'll have some stickers and and uh, people are buying t shirts and things like that. So it'll be fun. We just need you to register in advance. It's free event. Uh, you just go to nlcast.com and click on the banner right at the top of the screen that says register for NarthexCon June 20th in St. Louis. And and just let us know you're coming. We just need to know how many people can be there because the building only holds maybe 100 folks, 120. So cool. anyway, that's about it. Um, John, what about your week, man? Let me tell you about my week. First of all, I want to say that I finally have insulation in my... Uh, in my attic. In your clean in my, attic. It's clean. clean. That's got to feel I, good. Did I mention that already last week? I can't remember because yeah. I feel like it happened last Friday, but I'm not positive. No, you you had um, people come out and clean your, your oh, attic yeah. and, and make it all fresh and new. And it the did. snake got evicted and everything is wonderful. All, no snakes up there. Yeah. It is so it's clean. I mean, there's still some termite trails and some of the paper, but they're not, the termites aren't there at least. At least right. they haven't been in a long time. So I don't care about that. I've got this nice layer of fresh pink insulation blown oh, in there. It's not oh. the, it's not that itchy glass 
fiberglass stuff that makes you feel terrible when you look at it. Right. It's that soft, nice stuff. So not that I've tried sleeping in it, but I won't. Uh, but yeah, so that's good. That's a good thing. I'm, I'm really excited about that. So update, hey. Uh, but this is what I want to say. And, and I hope this doesn't come out as a complaint because it probably will. And it kind of is. But <laughs> I've been hearing from a lot of people how this whole quarantine thing has just like been a real season of rest and just time of reflection and just, it hasn't been that for me. Oh, really? And, yeah, I... I'm still busy. I still have things to do. <laughs> Chromebooks keep breaking and things I'm finally getting caught up on stuff. And I, in fact, it just, I mean, what it's, it's six, almost six thirty my time here. And I got a call that I, that I put straight to voicemail because people apparently think that I don't have anything to do. And so that's what I'm saying. I, I, I do have stuff to do. I've, I've been doing maybe more in some situations. So well, you're apparently essential. I must be, I must, I'm not, you know, saving people's lives no. and I'm, I'm not stocking grocery shelves, but apparently what I do is important. And, uh, I, I've, I've, it's, it's, it's been kind of stressful even. Well, people so. don't stop being stupid just because, there's a virus going around. They still need to be told to turn on and off and on their computers yeah, and, and reboot it and stuff like that. They're still going to download viruses. They're still going to break things and not be able to get their printer to show up, you know, under printers and things like that. So now you, you've got one of those rare jobs where you're busy no matter what. I, 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 I maybe, maybe I do. And I, and I, and I certainly am, so thankful that I am stable, able to work because right because uh, it know, would be it, terrible thing. if you were complaining about that. Right, right, and I'm, would, I'm certainly not. Please don't misread. I'm trying and, not to, but it's really hard <laughs> to, to really. I mean, it seems like you're just complaining, and I am I'm sure. sure God is thrilled with that, John. Um, just thrilled I, uh, with your attitude. Feel like crap I, now. <laughs> what I meant to say is, man, I have, I, I will say this. I will say mm. I have slept in like today. I, I slept in past eight 30, which was wow. awesome. Wow. Um, and in fact, I may have even slept past nine 30. I don't remember. I so I sleep in every day. Well, I'm a, I don't have anything to do with my life. So, uh, my wife is busy. She's busy like that. She's working here at the house and I bet she would, be with you like saying you know life hasn't slowed down if anything it's gotten more difficult because she's having to do all of her work you know over teleworking or whatever they're calling it she's having to have the same amount of meetings you know because her her business is considered um essential because she yeah she works with finance and and all that stuff so that kind of stuff doesn't stop but she's still working from the house and and uh you know and she's got me and two kids running around the place and we just, we try to stay out of her way as, well, yeah. as much as possible. Cause she will yell at us if we, if I, it's, bad. it's funny. Cause you know, people assume that, you know, I'm just free all the time and stuff. And, and I still take my day off, which is Friday. And when I mention that, you know, to some people, they're like, Oh yeah, you're off Friday. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's like the one day I get. I have work all day Saturday getting things ready for Sunday and I come in on Sunday so they can run a service live stream and then I get the afternoon off. But, you know, anyways, yeah. I'm complaining now and I apologize. I will not. No, I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I, I just feel like maybe you're not thankful enough. You're right. I, hey, I, here's something funny. <laughs> Zoom. Have you been Zooming a lot? Because Zoom is great and hilarious and people trying to figure it out is, is a lot of fun. So, I, I've yeah. seen a couple of uh, skits, um, people par- parodying. Uh, <laughs> Did you Zoom see the calls. SNL one? Yeah, yeah. It was oh. pretty funny. I watched, I made the mistake of watching it because it's so true. Now, whenever I'm on a Zoom call, <laughs> I see the little people's faces doing something. Nobody's gone to the bathroom while they're on the call right, yet, but right. I see the people's faces. I'm like, <laughs> it's exactly it's, the same they as nailed it. they nailed it yeah they did 
Yeah, no, we have uh, our our little church has Zoom called meetings because there's only like you know ten of us, and maybe five of us show up on Sunday nights at at five thirty, and and we've been doing that. And uh, Zoom is a is a beast, man. It is it is a weird mm. beast because it will amplify any sound that it can hear in the background, <laughs> but but then when you go to try to talk, it's gonna it's gonna robot you, you know. So yeah, it's so crazy. It's weird how it works, but hey, man, yeah. it works, and it's kind of cool to use to connect with people and yeah, talk to people and stuff. So. Well, and speaking of which, we are recording live uh, on Discord as we do every Thursday at five p.m. Central, six p.m. Eastern, uh, and lo and behold, we were able to launch video. Uh, yeah. and, and the people that joined us are able to watch John and I record for the first time. It's cool. Yeah. I can't see myself anymore, but I can see you. Yeah. I don't need to see myself. I know what I look like. I know I'm yeah. a big fat pig, so I don't <laughs> no. need to see that. But, uh, anyway, nice. it, uh, it's pretty cool. So, you know, when you join us from now on, apparently we're going to have video. So it up to that t- point it has just been audio and uh nothing to watch but anyway uh we do have a few iTunes reviews brought to you my by mypodcastreviews.com where they'll email your podcast reviews from all over the place every country um this one's from Eli Morgan he says love the podcast makes me laugh all the time nothing but good things to say about it my family loves to listen to it too awesome. definitely recommended to anyone wanting a good laugh so thanks Eli yes uh, thank you hoy hoy has who says it's great and amazing and then Gabby gal 99 says it's the best I'm Emma my dad has shown me this show about a year ago I started at the beginning and I'm now at episode 257. Wow. This show is awesome and my family loves it. You guys get me through the day. Thank you so much. And uh, I just want to say thank you to those of you that have reviewed yeah. us in, in iTunes or wherever you found us. It means a lot. And uh, it, it's good to get that feedback. It always is. Yeah, yeah. It's very nice. I don't want negative stuff though, because it'll feel bad about myself. So. Right, right. I keep saying that I'm gonna make a do a show, and where we go through all the negative comments that we've gotten over the years, because we have like 900 positive reviews and maybe like 10 just scathing oh. hate our guts reviews. Let's read those then. If we got that imbalance there, we gotta. Yeah, I'll maybe <laughs> next week I'll pull that stuff up. And uh, we, we'll have fun going through and finding out <laughs> what our haters say. <laughs> yeah. We know what some of them have said in the past. And yeah, I'm sure it's mostly misunderstanding, but. Uh, yeah, we, we'll pull up some of that stuff on those reviews. Well, anyway, let's do some uh, featured stories or listener stories, rather. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, last week, John rightfully hogged the microphone, man, and told us an amazing story about an, a terrible thing, and uh, it was a, it was a snake, and it was scary, and I got told that I was in the minority of, of Southerners. Uh, I got, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, I got told that, that I am a minority, uh, that most Southerners do not hate snakes, and that I need to come toward the center on this issue. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I don't believe any of that. I think uh, I think most Southerners hate snakes. 
And uh, if if you're uh, if you're any further south than Georgia, you're not a southerner anyway. So that's true. And if you're in the Atlanta area, you're yeah. marginally southerners. Exactly. Yeah, I, Atlanta is an island in a sea of rednecks. Yeah. Well, so I live I live out I I live in I'm not going to say I'm on the shore of that sea. I think I'm actually in that sea where I'm at now. So <laughs> I've been told by a few people that, you know, the snakes are fine and you just let them be. And I'm like, my own sister, she said, you know, that snake's like a free exterminator for you. And I told her, look, I have an exterminator and he doesn't crap in my attic. So, yeah, there you go. There you I, go. So I anyway, let's read some stories. Oh, ah, ah, I didn't mean to hit it again. <laughs> <laughs> why not it's good yeah Old it's, it's professional podcasting at its best um this one's called piano man from fred it says i was at church one day when a piano tuner arrived i was in a different part of the building so i didn't get to see him the church secretary led him to the piano in the auditorium and then when she came back she found me and she says uh i wonder how the thing he was wearing on his head is supposed to help him tune the piano so i i had to go see so i went to see what she was talking about and i went back to her office laughing so hard i had tears coming out of my eyes you see i told her the man was wearing a halo which is a metal neck and head brace that ah. is used when someone has a severe neck trauma oh. it had nothing at all to do with piano tuning <laughs> I think I embarrassed her a bit. Thanks, Fred. So <laughs> there you go. Poor guy coming in with oh. his neck just totally seized up, you know. In complete traction. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to just connect some wires to this thing on my head, and it'll Yikes. help me tune the piano. <laughs> oh, man. The thought of those things scares me. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever touch one of those people, would their neck, would their head fall off? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, like those things are mounted to their skull. Yeah. If when they're getting in and out of the car, can you imagine? Ah, oh, yikes. Yeah. yikes! How how far you'd want to d- duck down before you put your head out the door? I think I'd even want to go anywhere. I think. I mean, that's awesome that he was still winning bread for his family. But oh, yeah, I think I would take a, a relaxation. Maybe he's maybe he's chilling right now. Yeah. And he's just got some time off from tuning pianos and he's able to, to just rest and lean back with his head exactly at the same angle as his shoulders and his, and his chest and <laughs> takes, takes some time off. But I love secretaries, man. They're great. They're, what? They're awesome. How did that thing help him uh, tune that piano? I, I just don't, don't understand. Know. I don't understand. He's got special headgear and everything. He looks like an alien. What the freak. So there we go. All right, John. Mm. I, I got it. I've got I'm going to do it. Actually, Emily Racy's going to do it because this is her story and it's called the dirt hill of doom. Da, da, da. Bum, bum. Dear James and John, my name is Emily Racy pronounced Ray C from Ackworth, Georgia. Hey, Emily, she's the neighbor. Oh, practically Ackworth is right up right on the other side of Atlanta from me. There you go. Uh, Emily says, I am in, I am a middle school kind of homeschooled kid. I'm only holding school because of Corona. Oh, there you go. Every child in America. God bless you. I have a story from my favorite. I have a story, sorry, for my favorite podcast. That's us, James. Yay. That story. So my family and I were on a family vacation to Florida and we decided to go to a place called Gatorland. Been there. Been there. Have you? You know, of all the years that I spent in Florida, I've never been to Gatorland. Well, that's exactly why we went. We, my, I was allowed one year to create a family vacation, and I said, we need to go do all the things that is on the way between Orlando and Tampa, because yeah. on that I-4, there are tons of things. There's, a, oh, yeah. there's an aircraft museum, there's Gatorland, and then there's uh, a dinosaur theme park that's like got concrete dinosaurs yeah yeah and so we went and we did all of that and uh gatorland was exactly what you would expect it is uh it's a trip 
It's a tourist location. Yeah. In fact, I think I know somebody that actually works there or is involved with there somehow because they're always posting stuff. So anyways, Emily says, we were walking on the path that the instructors told us to do. This happened a good seven years ago, and I was only about four. So being very cautious, I discovered a pile of dirt. Wink, wink. I wanted to see why there was a pile of dirt there and began to kick the pile of dirt. Oh, no. All of the sudden, my parents began to strip me. (laughs) I had no idea what was going on, but my parents apparently did because they kept on going until I was in nothing but my undies. Later on, I discovered that the pile of dirt wasn't a pile of dirt. It was a fire ant hill. That's right. Yep. And God bless those fire ants. <laughs> if, if, you, if you need any more details, just email me back, and, and hopefully this was a decent story with not a lot of errors. Well, that's my story. Emily Race. Yeah. Yeah, I bet they were slapping that baby too, man. Mm, slapping them legs, slapping them feet. Oh. In Georgia, you know, we have this red clay, so the fire ant hills get pretty big, and, and you can kind of see, but in 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 Florida with the sandy soil and stuff, they're, mm-hmm. they're just so much different. You know, it really does look like just poured out pile of dirt. I uh, used to mow the lawn for my grandmother. She had like 40 acres cleared, and mm. uh, I'd, wow. I'd spend the whole week out on a, on a mower, uh, on a riding, riding mower. And um, and there'd be uh, gopher holes, you know, gopher turtle holes, and yeah. and uh, and these fire ant hills, and I'd run over all of them, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt flying everywhere, yeah. cloud of smoke. I'm like, I'll oh, give them something to do. <laughs> <laughs> They'll rebuild. They'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a lot of fun man but yeah if people don't know if you if you're not from the south you don't know about them fire ants and you would go kicking over one of them mm, man they're and bad they will eat you alive they they will they can kill a toddler literally really? so that's what i've heard literally? yeah so it, like but... if they were just left to their to their devices they've got enough poison to kill a toddler yikes so, yikes there's your dark note um <laughs> uh let's uh let me play this voicemail it's from a kid named wes now i need to build this up a little bit because wes hails from another show i do called red school bus and red school bus is like a family super family friendly version of what we do here so if you think we're clean here just imagine how squeaky clean we are over on red school bus it's me and my son we do it every week you ought to go check it out if you haven't if you like what we do here, you'll love what we do there as well. Uh, but Wes is eight years old, and he is like the champion storyteller over on Red School Bus. Mm-hmm. And he has re- he has had so many of his stories read and enjoyed. He's had whole shows uh, titled after his after his stuff. And uh-huh. um, and but he writes in. Well, this week he he emailed us and. Uh, our, I mean, I'm sorry, he voicemailed us with an email, and uh, I was surprised to find out that Wes is a lot younger than I thought he was. The way he writes, the way he composes, I, I thought he had to have been uh, maybe a, a, a ninth grader or something. Homeboy huh. is eight years old. Whoa. And you will hear it as soon as he begins talking, how young he is. Uh, but he will also go through uh, and describe himself by all of the stories that he has told. So I wanted to let you know that too before we, we we play this. But he's always got some pretty fantastic stories. This one's called "Rock in My Ear," uh, which was the title of our podcast a couple of uh, shows back for Red School Bus. So here it goes. Mm. Hi, this is Wes. I'm going to tell you a story about my rock in my ear. Let's go. <laughs> Hi, I'm the hairy pizza eating, kite flying, almost getting hit by a car, ghost room, a fat cat, another kite flying, roasted toasted fuzzbud kid. One time I was playing at the park with my cousins. I asked them to bury me with the sand, but the sand was not tiny. So when they started to bury me, a rock got stuck in my ear. We went back into the house. We tried everything to get it out, but nothing worked. The next day, I got took out of school to go to the doctor, and they were got something that looked like an electric water toothbrush, and they put it in my ear. It took a while to come out, but eventually it did, and 
They put bubbles in my ear, so the bubbles kept popping in my ear. The doctor asked me if I wanted to keep the rock. I said no and went back to school. (laughs) Thank you. I love your podcast. Keep it up. And keep putting my stories on. Bye. (laughs) He's awesome. Yes, sir, we will. I'm you even, got it, buddy. I'm even going to put it on my other show. How about that? Stop getting rocks in your ear, though. Yeah. The rocks were not... Yeah, the, the sand was not small, and so it got stuck in my ear. Yes. <laughs> Burry. He said Burry. Is that is that Canadian, or is that... I don't know. Midwestern. I'm not sure. I don't know where Wes is from. I'm sure he's told me, but I... Uh, I don't know. Well, he's only eight, so he's got to be protected by, you know, he's a He's a well-spoken little eight-year-old, though, isn't he? I'll say. I bet you he's homeschooled. Yeah, I bet Classic he is. homeschooled. <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't know a slang term at all. He just he listens to <laughs> Red School Bus, and that's as dicey as it gets, man. It's edgy, because they say stupid. We do use words like stupid, and, and uh, uh, I think we've said crappy on there before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but we don't say sucks and uh we we don't say uh there was something else i had to call somebody or actually text somebody and i said can you change that uh to jerk instead of whatever he said i'm not gonna say what he said because it's even too bad for this show um, wow and uh so he did he called back a voicemail and he says that jerk how did he do that you know blah 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 i'm like thank you thank you for cleaning that up but Anyway, this one's called Gas Guzzler. It's from Wayne. Hey there, this is Wayne from Thailand. We, hey, Wayne yeah, from Thailand. Wayne's a regular. Uh, last furlough, my family went to see one of our supporting churches around six years ago. We were in Alberta, Canada, and we spent an afternoon at a pastor's house. At their house, his kids, my siblings, and I were out roasting marshmallows by a bonfire After a few hours, the fire began to die down, and one of the pastor's daughters, who must have been 16 or 17, wanted to rejuvenate the flames. So she walked to the shed and grabbed a full five-gallon jerry can of gasoline. Yeah. No! Yeah. Everyone except my brother walked away and warned against the stupidity, but she says... Haven't you ever poured gas on a fire before? Uh. <laughs> she then proceeded to pour gas on the hot coals. The gorgeous flames went at least 12 feet high, and the flames oh, licked the power lines going into the house. My brother <laughs> was sitting right there when it happened, and he quickly got up and ran. After he did so, a giant piece of burning ash landed on his lawn chair. Thank goodness, yeah. however, the jerry can did not explode. Right. Uh, so the moral of the story is don't pour gas on a fire. Only Ever. U- only use it when starting a fire. <laughs> that's, Gee whiz, that's not safe that's either. not good advice. Uh, <laughs> no. love, love the podcast. Keep it coming, Wayne. Uh, yeah, when I was in Yikes. Boy Scouts, we were, we were camping out in a friend's backyard, and uh, the, the, the pack leader or whatever, the, the scout leader's son thought he would juice up the flames a little bit with a, a can of uh, gasoline. And Mm-mm. and he poured that stuff and that flame climbed up the pour, you know? Yeah. And got, it yeah, it traveled up to the can and he, he started running and the fire is shooting out of the can. He throws Mm-mm. it down and it spins and it's spitting fire in a circle oh all the way around goodness. itself and just pumping out. I don't remember how we saved our own butts, but our our intention was not to fix the problem. Our intention was to not get in trouble. So we had to fix the problem <laughs> oh, no. ourselves. Because if we wanted to fix the problem, uh, we would have just called for an adult. But no, we wanted to avoid getting in trouble. And so I think we threw growing. dirt on it or, or something like that. But oh my gosh, I will yeah. never forget that for the rest of my life. It was like a cattail uh, uh, slinging around. Gasoline is dangerous. There's a reason why they use it in cars because of the vapors are explosive and <laughs> internal combustion works that way. But good grief. I, I had a friend whose mom was was uh burning brush in her backyard and was using gasoline and oh. the the it, it was near her legs and it, it the flame 
traveled the the vapor trail on on the gasoline and she got burned pretty bad Ugh. that's scary dude don't ever yeah. gasoline and fire not a good idea yeah pastor's kids are dumb man or, or at least <laughs> at least no. this one was 16 or 17 you're almost oh grown goodness. why why do you want to kill yourself so bad no yeah. maybe she wanted to impress wayne oh maybe that's it wayne it's your fault I yeah. want to rejuvenate the flames between us <laughs> and the fire. I'm going to get some gasoline and really accelerate we'll stuff. We'll just impress the crap out of him. <laughs> As they say in Canada, holy crap. <laughs> Could have destroyed an entire portion of the gene pool there. I mean, there was, oh every child, every kid from two from two different families were out there trying to enjoy themselves. And you pull out the jerry can. Of, of gasoline. Oh, gasoline could have killed everybody it's all right it did it, it worked out it turned into a comedy story ha <laughs> nobody died that day so, yeah. <laughs> all right this one is another voicemail uh i i believe he said his name is crash dan i'm not sure it, it, he says it like at the very end and it's what i heard him say so it's called under the desk here we go hey james and john i hope this makes it on that story show just by the way, I love your show. Thank you. So, my bus, we get di- dismissed from our classroom. So, my fifth grade teacher was on, she's pregnant, so she had her three months out for having her baby. And we had a substitute, a long-term sub. And she's really nice, and she gets scared easy, too. So, when we were in, <laughs> like, it was me and Tyler, my friend, in the classroom waiting for our bus. And then... She went to the bathroom and said, just don't do anything wrong and just do that, right? So I went under her desk. Yeah, and when she came wrong. back, she went down to grab her bag that sits by her desk. Uh-oh. And she jumped so high, I swore I thought she had a heart attack. She got so scared. And it was the funniest thing for me and Tyler. Hope you, it makes it on the show. I love your podcast. Bye. All right, Crash it Dan. made it on the show, Dadgummit. So, <laughs> no, well, the Crash first time—the first time I listened through this, I was hardly paying attention, and I swear I thought he had scared his pregnant teacher. <laughs> That's what I heard, and I went back and listened to it again. I'm like, oh, good, okay, it was just a sub. But I was like, what are you thinking? <laughs> it's a sub. You're gonna be catching a baby if you don't watch out. <laughs> Scare a pregnant woman to death. And just be like, it's me. Oh, man. Hey, I'm just under the desk here. Yeah. I, yeah. Just hang it out. So so this guy, he has a habit of doing this. On, on, um, on, he sent in Red School Bus episodes, and he's apparently a good student, but he has a mean streak like this, and he does little sneaky things at school. I don't know how he, how oh, he's not... Uh, he's now now and now he's at home, so maybe he'll start sending in stories about how he's torturing his parents or something. But yes, dance or crash Dan or whomever your name is, do that, please. Yeah, crash dance. That's what I'll call him. Crash dance. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, hey, I got a story. Okay. It comes to us from Gwen. She's self-titled the sound system breaker. Oh, smasher. She says hi. Or I assume Gwen is a gal's name, but we'll just assume, yeah. Hi, I'm 11, so I hope you like my grammar. (laughs) I get embarrassed if I do something wrong, even if it's not my fault. Totally understand. So I was at a New Year's party, and there was this kid whose parents had let him have some alcoholic jello. What? Okay, in parentheses, she says, it's legal where I live. Yeah, where do you live? I do don't know where that's legal anywhere, but hey, I don't know. Maybe she's from one of those countries where it is. So, hey. Well, Alabama. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. the only one I can think of. <laughs> Alabama. That might be a little relaxed when it comes to alcohol. I might be rating this wrong, man. <laughs> um, so, apparently, so, anyways, he, he had some of this jello, and so he was very, you know, slow. Anyways, all the kids were in a room together, and I was leaning against the wall. He came up and got too close to my face, and I pushed him. Sounds like a drunk kid. Yeah. Hey there, how you doing? I just had some <laughs> jello. <laughs> it was jello hair. I pushed him, but he went back like I had pushed him with my full force. 
when I had only pushed him slightly. It's because his anyway. balance was off. He's drunk. I, jello shots, really? It's liberated. Jello. Uh, yeah, what kind of party? I don't know. I don't I don't, I, too many questions, man. I don't know. Too many. Anyway, this family had this expensive sound system, and he ran into it and made it fall off. It broke the dang thing. Oh, well, that'll do that. It's, it's of course, it, blame. It's it's um, yeah, I think it's the way it should be. You you let your kid get drunk, you break your sound system. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that that's fair enough. But except everybody blamed it on Gwen. Oh, that ain't right. I'm still so mad and feel bad for no reason. The worst part is that they have an amazing pool, like better than any other pool I've ever been in. And we go there all the time, so I have to see them see them as well. <laughs> I broke your sound system, but you have an amazing pool. So hopefully all the time. Hopefully you'll forgive me so I can swim. <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, if they got really nice stuff, I'm I'm sure they got insurance that covered that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Covers jello infused alcoholic Children. stuff for children. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you like this and that it's good enough for the show. It was. P.S. Can you do another fake sermon? I laughed oh. so hard. My mom had me ask if I was okay. Okay. She had to ask if she was okay. So when you do, I uh, did the one from Farm Chair. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Farm Chair? Well, I got Farm one for chair. you right now. Yes. All right, parents. This one's going out I'll to you. Amen. Mm. Yes. Parents, God has given you an ordinance. That you are to train up a child in the way he should go, so that when he's old, he will not depart from it. And that includes alcohol, even when it's mixed with Jello. I know it's legal in our in our country, whatever country we're from. I know it's okay, but you've got to keep your children from it. It's not good. It, you're letting the devil in. The devil's gonna be swallowed down with that Jello. And your sound system will not be safe. No. Your child's soul will not be safe. I don't care how good your pool is. I don't care how awesome it is. You can't be doing that to your child. No. Well, well, well. Anyway, that's enough. I um, <laughs> I don't, I don't get this story at all with the drunk kid. Um, I think this probably should have been on stories that couldn't make it on the show. <laughs> It's, it's, I, I, it's Gwen, you've got to tell us where you're from. Yeah. Where 11 year olds are allowed to consume Alcoholic such things. Alcoholic jello. Yeah. So I can send my kids, I'm just kidding. Uh, make sure that they don't go there. I don't understand. Uh, it's just so many unanswered questions. But anyway, uh, this was called Corgi Creature and it's from Cole. He says, hi, hi, I'm Cole from Portland. I'm in middle school and I carry... And, and a carryover from that story show. I would like to tell you about my crazy science teacher. My friend has this weird corgi pencil pouch. And my science teacher being the way she, This is a uh, middle school story, by the way. Um, oh, gotcha. Sorry about that. Um, They've all been middle uh, school stories. Yeah, they, they have. Uh, yeah. And homeschool. <laughs> yeah. My science teacher being the way she saw it and uh, being the way she saw the pencil case. She said to the whole while, oh, it's so hard to read. Uh, let me start over with the correct voice for this. There, please, yes. Hi, I'm Cole from Portland, and I'm a middle schooler, and I carry over from that story show. I would like to tell you a time about my crazy science teacher, my friend, and had this weird corgi pencil pouch, and my science teacher being the way she saw it, and she said the whole class, so think along the lines of, it was something along the lines of this. That's a very thick, juicy creature you have there. And my friend got a look of horror on her face and she proceeded to gra grab the pencil pouch, contain continuing to say how juicy and fat the corgi would be to dissect. Science, it was close to the end of class. She continued this way until the bell for lunch. My friend was terrified as she left saying how the pencil pouch must have been... Uh, terrified i told her it was an object and pencil pouches couldn't have feelings she has not learned her lesson and continues to bring creature to the science room still listening since 2015 cole so there wow. we go yeah 
Wow, that, that made more sense when you read it that way. It so actually does. I got it now. There was a pencil yeah. pouch with a corgi on it. Um, the teacher's having a laugh. Maybe she had a few jello shots. And um, <laughs> and she she looks at the corgi and says, oh, that's a delectable creature. She's obviously jacking with the kid. She's a little tipsy, you know, drunk in class. <laughs> Don't and, push her. And, she might uh, break the sound system. That's right. Hope she's got a nice pool, though. So she continues, as a science teacher would, with a sense of humor to talk about how great it would be if they could dissect that cute little corgi. And then the girl with the pencil pouch gets offended and, and actually a little scared that the pencil pouch has feelings. <clears throat> but Cole assured her that they do not. So, yeah, it's all safe, teacher. It's a good story. It just uh, it, it just needed to be told the right way, you know? Uh, yes. You had to understand where it was coming from and where it was going. Well, that is our show for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you already so much. I know it's a little short this week, but um, we got through the stuff fast. So do you have a funny story that you want to share? I don't know. Here are some ideas. What about falling in a hole? Do you have any stories mm-hmm. about being stuck in your house and driving other people crazy? What about practical jokes gone wrong? Something that was embarrassing <laughs> once, but now... It's time to tell the truth about whatever you send in. Send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, uh, Dave O'Keefe, Janu Streisbeck, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, gross, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't hide under a desk. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks, John. Thanks, James. Ugh. It's a couple of weird ones this week. I'm not going to lie. I don't even know what a corgi looks like. You really don't? They're short-legged dogs. Mm. You, you need to look them up. They're they're supposed to be super cute. Clergy. Because they look like normal-sized dogs with just miniature legs. So, I don't know. I, I don't like dogs. <laughs> so, so, I don't find them very cute. So. <laughs> Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.